0: Kendrick Smartly looked at it and and thought about it from a broader perspective and thought about the culture and thought about what the culture was going through at the time. The rapper framed his lyrics around the intensity of what was happening in America. I remember hitting P on the text like, man, I got the lyrics, he told Ruben for GQ and typing the lyrics to him. He's like, that's it. The lyrics were influenced by the severe poverty he saw in South Africa. Damn so this is interesting Man like how like the South Africa trip kind of continuously Factors into the making of um, Of to pimp You know um, And one of the things that I guess I can Appreciate like about about what What more is doing here is really Sort of like drawing that connection Between uh, South Africa And uh, to pimp a butterfly that's kind of That's kind of dope it's a theme that kind of gets introduced Early on like like, this is just something Kendrick did, like, this pilgrimage. And, I mean, we don't really get a whole lot more of that from, from him at this point. I mean, you know, a whole lot more on that. But sort of, like, the more we kind of see Kendrick becoming invested in the project of To Pimp a Butterfly, like, that South Africa trip kind of gains in prominence each time it's, like, iterated. So, you know, I kind of I like what, uh, what Moore is doing there. <laughs> The song "Alright" and "To Pimp a Butterfly" changed the vibration. It took hold as another two names became hashtag on social media: Freddie Gray and Sandra Bland. Damn. Um whew. Yeah, no, that's 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 heavy, and it's interesting too because whenever I do talk about, whenever you know, or we you know talk about, um talk about the pimp, you know, to pimp a butterfly, and in, in the social context, you know, it definitely. Is important so I guess like another Thing that's like emerging for me too is um, Not only in relation to to Pimp But to other albums right Just just how much the Social or political or um, Social historical context You know really influences Or shapes or um, Like frames um, The 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 take up right the Impact that that project might have you know And and that's funny though because you Know one thing that I think is being talked about here that wasn't really talked about too heavily in the early on of the book was, you know, you know, Moore talks about Kendrick's. Um, he talks about Kendrick's um, obsessiveness. Right. He becomes obsessed with greatness. And it's like in this and the third. And we can kind of just like see, you know, Kendrick really worked hard and everything like that. And so that does fit into a particular kind of narrative. Right. Like, OK, you know, work hard and then you can kind of like, you know, make it to the top type deal. But when he's talking about these social contexts, right, the uh, so many uh, uh, instances of police brutality, uh, police violence happening in the background at the time that this album was dropped, um, that in some ways helped propel. Uh, the album um, to different heights you know it became a protest anthem for things that were going on or songs from it became a protest anthem for things that were going on in the real life Um, and you know it's kind of in this sense talking about a generation that needed that voice a generation that needed some uplift in response to these things through its art and so you know yes hats off to Kendrick you know for the genius that Kendrick is already like you know that's off top but at the same time, right, we cannot ignore the extent to which social and political context influence how albums are taken up. Right. So um, I don't know. I just say that in relation to thinking about other artists like right, that exists right now um, and some really dope projects that don't necessarily get as much, you know, shine as they should. I mean, I have this conversation with homies um, all the time about, you know, Chance the Rapper's um, uh, Asset rap. You know what I'm saying? That project for the cult followers, you know what I'm saying? is definitely a project that it does not go ignored. But, like, I think on, like, the mainstream scale, like, that project is, is grossly underrated. Like, um, but, I mean, it could be, in this instance, I guess, like, um, chance not necessarily getting that same kind of social, political or social historical boost, so. <laughs> In a self-recorded cell phone video made public four years later, Bland and State Trooper Brian Encina were seen having a tense exchange on the side of the road as the officer, holding a stun gun, threatened to tag her if she didn't get out of her vehicle. Bland's death was ruled a suicide, which raised immediate questions from activists who already distrusted law enforcement and figured they were lying about the circumstances of her passing. Though Encina was indicted on a charge of perjury, the charge was dismissed after he agreed to never again work in law enforcement. Bland had been outspoken about police brutality and racial injustice, and up until 2019, the public was made to believe that the officer feared for his life, and that's why he threatened her with a taser. Bro, okay. Okay. Okay, okay. It's one thing, right, to, like, you know, have this narrative of cops fearing for their lives and and, and things like this, right? But, um... Like Especially when we're talking about black bodies Black bodies who have been younger Black bodies who have been smaller Black bodies who have uh, just You know, in so many other contexts It'd be very questionable to see how These black bodies could instill fear in anyone, right? And so here, though, <laughs> right? We see the intersection, like, of, of sort of black Black womanhood, in a sense, right? Like, it's so interesting how um like the narrative of aggression Right the, the the narrative of you know Uh ABW right angry Black woman and all of this Stuff kind of contributes To these controlling images Of black women that In a lot of ways become responsible for Whatever said fear You know these cops are like saying that They have right and so we talk a lot about Um Black men who have their lives Taken at the hand of police um and, you know, when it comes to black women uh, And particularly Sandra Bland in this case I, I think sometimes we miss the opportunity to uh, Analyze what is actually happening At the intersection of, of blackness and womanness as well So, um, you know, the, the, this whole narrative around fearing for the life Kind of just made me think about that, right? Like, this is Encina, whatever And this is a black woman, and he's scared for his life, bro Like He's scared for his life. Like, come on, bro. Like, stop it. (laughs) But the Cleveland demonstration was a flashpoint for the movement overall, and it now had an anthem tying it together. pages pod. It's like a tape.